Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, August 28th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today is actually Jack Kirby's, the late, great Jack Kirby's 100th birthday. He passed away uh, almost 24 years ago now, but it would have been his 100th birthday. And it's there's a lot of celebrating going on. DC's done a bunch of one shots and, and things like that. Uh, Kirby, if you don't know, was an artist and a writer sometimes who he did a bunch of stuff for Marvel, but he did a ton of different stuff for DC. He's, I mean, you don't get the nickname King of Comics for nothing. Um, so he's done a ton of stuff. So I just wanted to recognize him. Zach, do you have a favorite, uh, DC character from Jack Kirby? Uh, that he created, I obviously dark side. I think that's probably a lot of people's answer just because he's such an iconic character and such an insanely strong character. Um, Intriguing the Demon is also interesting. He's a lot of fun and I like the different stuff that he's done and he's, he would be, make a great president. (laughs) Oh yeah. I forgot he ran for president. Oh wow. It's been a while since we talked about that. Yeah. The Demon would make a great president. Yeah. He's, Kirby's got just such a fantastic track record. I would have to agree with you. Darkseid's probably the most influential character he has created in DC Comics just because of the way he's lasted and he's now sort of the big the big bad of DC Comics in general of the Justice League and, and started out um Kirby's done a ton though like dating back to the four, early 40s for DC uh he he did then he spent most of his career at Marvel before he returned to DC again but I mean he's created Guardian, Etrigan, Omac the Newsboy Legion, uh, which is not, but it, a ton of different stuff. But yeah, my favorite thing by far is the whole fourth world that he created, which is one of the most impressive things in DC Comics, in in any comics history. The way he created, you know, four different comic book titles at once, intertwined, involving the New Gods, the Forever People, Mister Miracle, and of course Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Um, and yeah, I I would say Orion is probably my favorite character, Orion of the New Gods. But I also like Mister Miracle. Um, dark side those are all important characters but yeah just a, a fun thing to talk about on the king's 100th birthday yeah and maybe a little bit less direct but you can probably say it's pretty direct um one of my favorite franchises of all time star wars very heavily borrows from the new gods and a lot of jack kirby's creations and so um and george lucas is pretty has been pretty open about that about how much he liked new gods and how big of an influence it is, but um, I don't think we would have the Star Wars that I know and love quite as much if we didn't have Jack Kirby also. Yeah, agreed. All right, well, on to actual news. Uh, Just a small weekly Wonder Woman box office update, but it expanded into more theaters this weekend. You know, they showed up in IMAX and some other theaters and down weekend, so people just said, hey, how about some more Wonder Woman? So it made another 1.7 million approximately so it's going to be around 406 million domestically and has a chance for 410 according to Gitesh Pandya from box office guru on twitter so it's right now the the number 23 domestic film ever and if it gets to 410 it would break the tw- top 20 yeah that would be awesome and, <laughs> and make it the the number one solo superhero film other than batman uh the last right. two dark knight films so yeah she's rocking it uh, it did open in Japan this past weekend. It made $3.4 million, which was a little bit more than Batman v Superman and a little bit less than Suicide Squad. And so that would put it on track for about 15 to $16 million, which is what those did 
Uh, Suicide Squad opened bigger, but made less than Batman v Superman. So, I mean, it, they're but they're all pretty much on par. Yeah. So, again, another good week for Wonder Woman. If it's around you, go watch it again. It's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a little bit of TV news. Gotham Season 4 uh, put out a premiere trailer showing the first look at the costume Bruce Wayne. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, it starts, the fourth season starts Thursday, September 21st. But, Tom, what did you think of this this look of Bruce Wayne in his young person costume oh the uh the uh proto the first uh bat suit version 0.001 uh not very pretty uh, i don't really <laughs> care very much I, I wasn't expecting much from it it looks kind of like a goofy helmet and stuff but i will say in its defense that it's not it's not very much worse than those jackets and costumes that clark <laughs> wore on the final seasons of oh, smallville yeah. <laughs> um yeah what do you think of the costume I mean, yeah, I mean, it's obviously I'm not expecting anything amazing and it's supposed to look a little clunky because he's a kid and this is the first version ever of the costume. So that keeping that in mind, I mean, you can definitely see the elements that are going to turn into the bat suit that we all know and love. And so that's cool to see. That's kind of what this show's all about is seeing the kind of things that turn into the things we like before they before they happen. Yeah. But besides besides the costume, I actually think this trailer looks really or the teaser, whatever. It looks really good. Uh a lot of interesting, a lot of fun and interesting stuff going on in Gotham right now. Uh, there's a lot of high points in season three of the show, so it looks like that's going to continue. So, you know, I don't didn't have high expectations for the costume, but I don't really care, <laughs> and so like, right. that's not going to affect my enjoyment of the show. I wasn't expecting, you know, a Frank Miller uh, Batman costume or anything like that. So, show looks. If you like the show, you probably don't care, and it looks cool. They should have gotten like the inflatable muscles. Just put the little kid in the suit, and then all of a sudden he has these giant there muscles. There you go. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Uh, and then so the last thing today, we got some small TV updates from Entertainment Weekly. Gotham, Butch won't, but Butch, if you you know what's going on with him, I don't want to uh, spoil things, but he's not going to appear in the premiere, but he will soon emerge from the Slaughter Swamp as the character, you know. Uh, spoilers if you're not caught up to the date to date on the show, but you will be appearing as Solomon Grundy, which is pretty exciting. So yeah. it, it's kind of a bummer that the show's on Thursday because you would want that to happen on a Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, I'm, I'm it'll be Monday in the universe, in the TV show. It'll be Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's all we need to know. I hope they acknowledge that somehow. Yeah. Um, and Supergirl executive producer Andrew Kreisberg was talking about Lena and Kara, and we're going to see more of their friendship. And specifically about Lena, he said the most interesting thing is that she is so good and so moral and believes in second chances, but she comes from this family of truly evil people. As people are going to realize over the course of the season, it doesn't take much to make you bad. People don't just turn evil. They do one small bad thing, and then that leads to another, and then to another. And so anytime you're watching Lena, you're always wondering, is this the moment where she does the one small thing? Well, so, yeah, this that was one of the things I was more interested in in Supergirl is seeing if and when Lena is going to turn bad and this kind of sounds like she is and we're just need to watch her turn bad. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's just a, a matter of when and not if. Right. It's kind of the obvious thing. We kind of assumed it would be going that way, but I was kind of hopeful that we would stay away just to, just to see something different other than a, a Luther turning bad. But I think Katie McGrath could probably play a good morally ambiguous evil person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that yeah 
All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.